Welcome to Oh No, Ross and Carrie, the show where we explore spirituality, fringe science, claims of the paranormal, and more, all from a scientific standpoint. Yep. When they make the claims, we show up so you don't have to. I'm your co-host, Ross Blotcher. And I'm your co-host, Carrie Poppy. And today, you'll get to hear all about our journey to Seek the Seeks. Which means that our second prize goes to Anne Hanna from Pasadena, California. Congrats, Anne. You'll be getting a half-used bottle of nail polish from my personal collection. Well, I have to say, it was my idea originally for us to investigate the Sikhs. Oh, you have to say that, do you? You yeah, have to I'm tell take, everybody. I'm taking credit. Okay. Every- Actually, you did. I remember when we first talked about doing, doing the show, you said, I want to visit the Sikhs. It's been on my shortlist for a long time of places I want to go. So we, we decided we were going to go and check out the Sikhs. I didn't know very much about them. I really knew nothing. So, yeah, this was a real learning experience. And I think we kind of purposefully chose to just show up and see what happens without really knowing. I, right. I, I'd gotten a bit of advice from my friend about, you know, what to wear, which, you know, pretty much just dress modestly mm-hmm. and have your head covered. Have your head covered. That's kind of a, all anyone knows about the Sikhs is like they, they wear a scarf on their head. So um, so we did a little bit of research to find out some basic information. Sikh means learner or student. It's a religion that originated in India in the 1400s. Been around a long time. Yeah. Um, they adhere to a strict code of appearance. So they wear five Ks. The Kesh, the Kara, the Kirpan, the Kashera, and the Konga, um, which are uncut hair, a steel bracelet, a small sword, special underwear, and a special comb. Although I have to say I didn't see most of those things. No. Well, there were some swords, like scabbards, but I didn't see any actual swords. Mm -hmm. Special underwear, those were not on display. (laughs) Right. Special comb. Yeah, now I'm curious. We need to go back and find these things. Actually, I believe the special comb is under the turban or under the headscarf, so we might not have. Okay. And they have these major principles of the faith, truth, equality, freedom, justice, and karma, which I can get down with most of those things. Those sound pretty good. I like truth. Truth is good. Yeah, check. Yeah. Equality. Equality. Like it. I approve. Freedom. Big into freedom. Hard to argue against that. Justice. Right. Justice. It's fair. Yeah. <laughs> karma. Karma. Well, it depends on what you mean by karma. Right, right. I mean, if it's just the idea that, you know, things that you do can come back later. Then swell. Yeah. That's not a metaphysical claim. That's fine. Right, right. It's true in many cases. They they do take it a step further than I think you and I would and that okay. they believe in reincarnation. So Ah, okay. Disagree with that. Right. So no they teach gender and race equality. Thumbs up. Also hey. Good. Down with that. Yep. Um they believe in reincarnation but not miracles. Hmm. But they don't think that in everyday life, you know, the laws of physics are abrogated for R- people's needs. Right. And in order to prove the existence of a deity or anything like that. Okay. I'm right. down with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they teach moderation in everything. Everything. Uh, which is, you know, one of my quotes to live by. Moderation in everything, including, including moderation. moderation. I've seen a- that on your Facebook, Ross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a good quote. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Uh, yeah. They, they um, talk especially about um, not eating or speaking too much. Let's have a moment of silence. <laughs> well, wait, that doesn't make for very good podcasting, no, does no. it? All right. You can all have a moment of silence after the podcast. Mm-hmm. And a few things to fight here. Pride, anger, lust, worldly attachment, and greed. Now, okay, I can see why we have to fight greed. Yeah. I'm done with that. Yeah. Worldly attachment, I'm kind of okay with. 
Well, again, it, mm. it depends. In moderation, worldly mm-hmm. attachment right. is a good thing. Yeah. Yep. But, uh, you know, when it gets down to, like, materialism, I guess I get that. Mm-hmm. Um, lust I'm kind of down with. Yeah. In context, lust is a good yeah. thing, too. So, right. I don't know, guys. Pride and anger. Well, yeah, all of these are really moderation things. Right. It's good to be prideful to a certain extent. Right. I'm sure they'd agree if you ask them that. Right. So, so far, stamp of approval, right? Yeah, we, we, we like these guys so yeah. far. Pretty good. So, you looked into it first. Yeah, we wanted to go visit. We looked up a few Gurdwaras, which is what they call their temples, um, in Los Angeles. I think I came up with three. Oh, really? And, yeah, but I... Couldn't find websites for any of them, but they did all have phone numbers, of course. So I started calling around. Um, no one had an answering machine. No one had a website. It's very <laughs> hard to, to, to get these people um, right <laughs> uh, in contact with me. But you had an address for the one in North Hollywood, and I live in North Hollywood, so that I was live in excellent. North Hollywood. Oh my god, we should meet up sometime. Oh yeah, hang out. So I drove up there. And when I got there, I thought for sure there would be signs saying the hours. There was nothing. There was this very pretty building. The only the only sign at all was just saying something like, welcome to the Gurdwara. And um, so I just kept circling this place, looking and looking. And then I thought, okay, well, I'll just go in and talk to someone. But as I started to enter, I realized everyone's heads were covered and all the women were, were dressed head to toe. Oh. And I didn't really know yet what was expected of me. And what were you and wearing? I, being the <laughs> slutty whore I am, was, <laughs> was oh, no. wearing... Was wearing a well, I mean, just like a jean skirt and a tank top, uh-huh. which would ordinarily be very normal wear for, for sure, me. of course. But um, but as I was walking in there, yes, I felt like a prostitute. So then I thought, <laughs> okay, um, uh, first well, impressions are everything, Carrie. right? I know. So so then I tried to talk to someone sort of through a gate, um, but he didn't speak English, and that became apparent very quickly. So then I was just this. Probably this woman trying to solicit him for sex or something in another language, who knows? So basically, so, ultimate fail on the yes, first it was, visit. Yes, it was no good. Um, but so then as I was standing there, I thought, okay, I'll, I'll call again. Maybe I'll have better luck. This man answered the phone, and I said, hello, is this the Sikh Gurdwara? And he said, yes. And I said, great. Um, what are your hours? And he said, what? And I said, <laughs> um... What time are your services? And he said, what? (laughs) And I said, when's a good time to visit? And he said, I don't understand. And I said, when can I stop by? And he said, I'm sorry. And then he hung up. Oh, there's... Only so many ways to rephrase it. Yeah. So so I just thought, oh, well, screw it. Okay. Yeah, that doesn't seem very welcoming. Right. But then I was able to ask my friend who had been there many times, and luckily he knew when the services were. So he told us that you could come on Fridays between 7.30 and 9. Yeah. Or Sunday mornings, I believe. We said Friday. That's for us. Yeah. Friday was the day that we could go. Okay, so by the time we were ready to to go, we knew that we had to cover our heads, and I was very worried about this because headscarves don't stay on my head. Why? Our listeners need to know, Ross. Yes. My hair is too sleek oh. and thin. Huh. See, women who have really nice, thick hair that's yeah. nice and coarse, the headscarves will stay on their heads, but no, if you're like me, you have skinny little blonde hairs. They just fall right off. Falls right off. Hmm. So I, I, this actually gave me anxiety. What am I going to do about my head? Well, don't 
women have these pins that they use. Yeah, they're bobby pins. But mm-hmm. even those, mm-hmm. just the way that you have to put them in, it, it just ends up slicking back on my head. And I thought, I didn't even know how much of my hair I got to show. So if it slipped back just a little bit, what's going to happen, you know? They have swords. What's going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> right. So I I had to YouTube how to tie a headscarf. Really? Yeah. And I had to watch a few videos because they're really fancy ways to tie headscarves. I like that. That, yeah, because there are all these videos for people who um, have gone through cancer treatments and things like that and mm-hmm. how to tie those into a rose and how to tie it on the side and how to do all these things. And I was like, I just want it to stay on my head. And anyway, I finally found one and, and I am wearing um, I'm wearing a headscarf right now tied yeah. in the manner advised by that video. What do you think? Ross? Yeah, yeah it's, it's been staying on. It's staying on. That's great. J. Michael had warned me in advance that they uh, have at the entrance, they have cloths that you can tie onto your head and that's just fine for the men so right. I, I use that yes you did but you weren't there yet i got there way before you right and I stood w- around because i had forgotten money everyone was giving an offering as they walked in literally every person that i walked in uh, gave money as they walked in and i didn't have anything and had to wait for ross to save me poor lonely prostitute <laughs> And people kept coming in and, and looking at me because um, I suppose it was clear that I was an outsider. How were they looking at you? Uh, like, was like it friendly? A or? Whore. No, they they <laughs> no, they just would look at me, just you know, notice okay. me in a in a uh, the way you'd notice that uh, a present was in your room. That's not there before, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, how long did you wait before Mister Moneybag showed up? Mm, half an hour. Twenty oh, no. minutes. I know. Right? Sorry about no, that. No, it's okay. <laughs> you were the one with the money. Okay. Um, but uh, you do leave your shoes at the door when you get there. Um, there's like these long racks outside the building, and it's a very long building. Mm-hmm. And there's ample parking, so I went in there, found a parking space, took off my shoes and socks. Uh, I saw one guy walk in with socks, actually. Mm. But you know, what? I, I wasn't going to mess with that. Most people were barefoot, so I took off my shoes and socks. Then we were finally able to walk in. Now, as you go in. The entrance, uh, again, this is a very long building. If you imagine a rectangle, just extend that rectangle out. And so (laughs) so you you walk in the the main entrance, and to your left is the main kind of sanctuary area. Mm -hmm. And then to the right is a kitchen. Mm -hmm. Then straight ahead. There's this little, like, I could only call it a chapel coming from my background, but it's just a tiny room, and there was one man in it who people would go in and bow to and seem right. to have some sort of verbal exchange with him, but I don't really know what. And and there was, like, a fancy kind of princess-style bed in there. Right. Yeah, it was very pretty. Yeah, and it, you know, it looked like he was some sort of sage. And at this point, you know, I kind of thought, maybe this will be creepy and weird, and that will be exciting. Yeah, that little room was intriguing to me, Yeah, I don't think we quite knew what to do with it. Right. And, so. that, and I was starting to get excited that maybe this would be really strange. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. But this place let us down. It is too normal. Yeah, it's pretty normal. So, yeah, we walked in, and you'd been observing the kind of chapel. And again, we'd been forewarned. And even there's a video on YouTube. We can post it on our Facebook page that showed what the inside looked like. So mm-hmm. we, we knew kind of what we were dealing with. But now it was full of people, and there were a lot of people in attendance. I would say maybe less than 100 or about less, 100. Uh, yeah, 80, yeah. Okay, yeah, uh, that sounds fair. So as you walk in, there's kind of a center aisle, and then you walk up the middle to this kind of altar-type area. Mm-hmm. There is like a large shape in the front. It's covered with cloths. And in front of it, there's a pile of money, 
And did you notice there's actually a security camera pointed down at the money? <laughs> no, I didn't. You told me about that afterwards. Okay. Uh, so you walk there and then you get on your knees and then you touch your forehead to the ground with your hands kind of flat right. on the ground to the sides. Right. And then you put the, the money in or you can do it the other way around. Then you go to your respective seating place. Right. And the men and the women sit away from each right. other. So for the men, you sides. go to the right. And for the women, you go to the left. And we went up at the same time after making sure to observe other men and women going mm-hmm. at the same time. We didn't want to, you know, have a faux pas there. So I kind of took a seat fairly near the front. I, I had a few people in front of me, but I was beginning to regret that later. I'm Eventually wished that I'd gone farther back. Yeah. Oh, see, I wished I'd gone further forward because I was an idiot and forgot my glasses. So Oh, you yeah. couldn't read anything. I couldn't read anything. It was mm-hmm. all just sort of pretty shapes. And for the most part, that wouldn't be a problem mm-hmm. because there was very little English right. in the ceremony. Would have been fine except that there were um, apparently video screens telling me what everything was in English. Yeah, but I couldn't read them. It would be multiple lines of Hindi. I would assume. I think it's actually Punjabi, but Punjabi. Yes. Okay. And but there would be kind of an English transliteration at the bottom. There were like a lot of lines about uh, vibrations, you know, unity of the universe and the earth. And this was all set to music. Right. There was a little band of four guys and they were playing drums and some sort of it looked like electronic instruments. I mean, it was really kind of like going to a concert. I mean, it was just really pretty music for like 45 minutes. I kind of felt like, sweet, I got this really cheap concert that Ross paid for. Right. And (laughs) and actually, some people would go up and they would offer money directly to the band. There was another kind of cash collection center there. Right. I don't know if they consider themselves the band. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. (laughs) The group with instruments. Yes, no, it's fair. But they were quite good. It was, you know, this really nice music. The whole crowd would sing along. Mm-hmm. And at other parts, they just kind of sit there quietly. So you look around and you see a bunch of people sitting cross-legged. Except the women, actually. <laughs> a oh, bunch yeah. of the women, the women weren't sitting cross-legged. Sitting. Some were sitting cross-legged. Some were sitting with their legs to the side, very ladylike, so you don't show your badge. <laughs> Thanks for that. Uh-huh. Yeah, so uh, the men were pretty much all cross-legged with their arms kind of draped across each knee. I was just in the business of kind of mimicking what everybody else did. So at certain parts of the song, like they would start singing along and then they knew the right cue at which they should lean forward and bow. So I would do that with them and then sit back up. And uh, this whole time there was someone in the center in the front waving an enormous feather over a I was just going to mention him. That was my next thought. Yes. And people would trade off the feather. Yeah. Like even, you know, a woman came up and she waved the feather for a while. It's like something that you would kind of fan somebody with, but instead right. of fanning somebody, they were fanning, fanning this kind this of altar. It's round. There's like kind of uh, multiple levels of uh, concentric circles. There were flowers all over around mm-hmm. it and uh, a few like golden scabbards. And the feather waving. I don't know. I think that might have been one of my favorite parts was the random feather waving in the middle. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I felt pretty good about it. I did want an explanation for that. I should say everything here is sparkly. It is sparkly. Yeah, really pretty. And Yeah, all really, really bright colors, which yes. I've always loved about Indian decorating, all the bright colors. And this is all, again, disappointingly uncreepy. 
Oh yeah, not creepy at all. Actually, I, I was really enjoying it. I know. The whole time I was, <laughs> I was you, enjoying you sound it. So disappointed. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Really, it seems like every now and then we should be able to do something that's not creepy. Right. Okay. Well, this was it. I know. Eventually, they kind of uh, revealed what was under those cloths, and it was dun 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 a book, a book, <laughs> um, a really, really, really big book. Yeah. Are we? Sure, yeah. What kind of book that would have been? Um, I think Ross, is it? Mm-hmm, that's my name. I think it was the Sri Guru Granth Sahib, mm-hmm. which is their, their holy book. You could see that all the way from the back, huh? <laughs> no, as I looked it up later. Oh, very good. Um, I think that's what it was. Um, they're the teachings of the fifth guru, I believe, mm. um, but were finally written down, and now the book itself is considered the final guru. So as we were watching, um, I saw all these people going up and getting something to eat. They they would walk up to this man who was kneeling down, and they would take something from him. He had this big basket, uh-huh. and it was covered. And if someone would approach him, he'd uncover it. Give and, them some of the secret stuff. Yeah, and they'd kind of hold out their hands. So I was carefully watching everybody because I wanted the full experience. I wanted the stuff. Right. So, a little hungry. Yeah. <laughs> so after I'd seen enough people doing it, I walked over there, put out my hands kind of together. And so he opened up the uh, cloth, pulled it out, put it in my hand. That sounds horrible. <laughs> Why? He pulled it out and put it in my hand. Oh, no. So I walked up with my Oh, hand. don't redo it. Oh, that was terrible. That's funny. It's funny with your backup. All right. So <laughs> I held up my hands and he gave me this kind of oatmeal consistency stuff. It kind of sticks together and it's a, it's warm mm-hmm. and a little moist and you get a little... Almost uh, cakey, but not quite. Yeah. And it comes with like a paper towel. And so I walked back to my position and, and I should say, you know, I was getting very friendly smiles from everybody. I sat next to this mm-hmm. one guy, and he, you know, gave me a, a nice smile, and I gave him one back. And you were like, yeah, I did it right. So I was ready to start eating this stuff, but I only saw one guy to my left, and he was just holding it there. So mm-hmm. I held it there because I didn't want to, like, just start munching on it. And like, right, like no, popcorn. Yeah, you don't do that. Right. <laughs> Stop. And so, yeah, I'm just waiting. And so he's holding on to it. And then, like, they start bowing. And so I have to bow. <laughs> with, your, with your sweet oatmeal. Right. Yeah, the sweet oatmeal held in my hand. So I'd kind of keep it in the left hand just like he was doing. And we're not talking about bowing, like, curtsying or anything. We're talking head about, like, floor. head to the floor. Yeah, and I was just completely behind dying. Like, I wanted to be able to, like... Like kind of glance backwards. And of course, I had forgotten my freaking glasses. So I, I was like, what, oh. what is that? And I and I wanted to go up. Remember, I wanted to go up there, but yeah, I was you... worried because I don't eat meat. And I was afraid, like, what if it's like something that product. I don't eat? And right. I go up and then I'm like, oh, no, thank you. Okay, so Thank that's you for the was... holy meal, but I'm busy. I figured it might have something to do with that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I'd be kind of trying to like steal a glance back just to find out what other people were doing and how they were eating it and just nobody would like (laughs) sit in front of me that was eating this stuff and so then like there would be like this interruption where like a guy would come up and he would be doing kind of a a prayer sort of thing but he would have his back to the audience and we'd all stand up with him and then we'd all bow and then we'd sit back down then we'd get up again and this whole time I'm holding this sweet oatmeal stuff 
finally this one man sits to the right of me and he just starts chowing on it. It's like, oh, finally. So, <laughs> the meal begins. Yeah, I start eating it too. And by this time, it's soaked through the paper towel. It's it's like my hand is just all a mess. gross. Yeah, it, it was pretty gross. <laughs> I have to say, like, through the rest of the evening until I finally, at the very end, got to go to the bathroom and wash my hands. <laughs> uh, it, it was all over me. Oh, it was terrible. Yeah, my hands are feeling really gross. Uh, but there's So no... the man uncovered the cloth. Yeah. You put it in your hands, then your hands were covered with gunk, and you had to go to the bathroom. Is that a... Right. Well, there was the paper towel, at uh, least. Oh, Ross, I'm trying to make it sexual. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, I, I'm so just... yes. you walk up. Yes. The man uncovers the cloth. Yes. Hands, it's, puts it he in your hands. He lays it in my hand. Then and I feel you dirty find all yourself night. just covered in goop, and you have to go to the bathroom and wash. <laughs> That's exactly That's what happened. That's a good summary. Well, well described. <laughs> Yes. Um, yeah, so so then these people started going to the front, as you were mentioning, and doing mm-hmm. these sort of like readings or prayers. Yeah. Um, again, not in English, so I didn't I didn't know what was going on. But they were pretty, mm-hmm. um, kind of soporific. And, um, we might have more to say about this if it was in English. We could right. actually rate the content of these messages, these songs. Right. But, you know, it was just all a very pretty sounding language and yeah. nice music. So, yeah. hey, we were having a good time. <laughs> yeah, totally. And uh, and there was a gong. People would, he would, uh, the speaker would do a reading or a prayer. Then everyone oh, yeah. would sort of repeat something in unison. And then right. there'd be a gong. <laughs> I really liked that gong part. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was busy thinking about all the friends that I should take to do this again because yeah it was really fun um so yeah finally uh they started this procession um with the book there was just so much bowing as the book left right well they they covered up the book you know they kind of uh, fold by fold put the white sheet over it right then they had a very specific choreographed way right and one of the older men you know with a gray beard he picked it up and was carrying it out. And yeah, everybody was walking backwards oh, with their face toward it. Right. Um, and everybody was bowing. So both sides, men and women. And, and bowing like they knew exactly when to do it. It wasn't just like bow here, bow there, bow here. It was very specific times and I don't know how they knew, but they would just bow and they'd be like, oh shit, we're doing it again. Yeah. So I was just ready as soon as somebody else right. started bowing. I started okay, bowing. bowing oatmeal or none. But right. yeah, by this time I still had oatmeal. I hadn't eaten it all, but right. at least I was working on it finally. Right. Yeah, so then the the book finally left. And it really felt the way, like, you know, your friend's going on a bon voyage and you're like, bye. I felt that way about the book. Like, oh, the book's gone. Bye, book. (laughs) Well, this whole time, like, occasionally I would look back and try to make eye contact with you because I didn't know if I was waiting too long or, like, you wanted to hurry up and leave. Because people would kind of come and go as they pleased. Uh And I was enjoying the experience, but I didn't want to, you know, have you sitting back there going, Ross, hurry up. Right. Oh, no, I was having a good time, especially with all the bowing. Good. Okay. But finally, everybody was leaving. Right. And we headed out, and and I we had both been hungry for some time. Yes. And before you had gotten there, I don't know if I even mentioned this to you, before you got there, there was a man who kept telling me to eat. Oh. Who kept walking up to me and being like, aren't you going to go eat? Into and the was, kitchen area. Yeah. And oh. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm waiting for someone. And he, oh, okay. And then he'd leave, and then he'd come back and be like, you're still here. He's Are you going to eat? Yeah. <laughs> like no i'm good that's very Um, sweet oh yeah so then when it was over we were like well yes we better eat the food which smelled amazing what we'd been looking forward to yeah yeah and so we walked into the other half of the long rectangle and i've got to say this whole time while we were sitting in there i was thinking this would work really well as a masonic temple 
because uh, right. it, it has you know that long architecture and they use those kind of rooms for their ceremonies. And then as we were leaving later, I noticed on the door, sure enough, Masonic symbol. Ah, uh, there you go. So yeah, we went into the kitchen. Right. Um, and it smelled so good. It had been smelling good all night. And yeah. We were, we were waiting and, and waiting. Everybody's for the good, pouring good into Indian there. Food. And there were all these kind of mats on the floor. Remember, everybody is uh, barefoot, but now right. you're like in a food place. So there was like spilled food here and there. And there's right. these mats. And people are kind of no, lining no up. No tables, just mats. Just mats, right. So they're sitting cross legged on the ground, kind of eating right next to each other. So you turn the corner and. And there's this long line of pretty ladies. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> like they have this like kind of beauty contest or something. They pick all the young pretty ladies yeah. to serve food and yeah. stand in this line shoulder to shoulder. And I don't think we're imagining it. It was pretty conspicuous. Like oh, these absolutely. are the hottest ladies. Yeah. They will be do some food. It was great. And they've all got you know big smiles on their faces. Very right. welcoming. You know, I'll come over here and get the food. And then I felt really bad. You know, like I didn't want to say no to any of the food because, uh-huh. you know, you take the food from one pretty lady and then. Right. <laughs> next one's batting her eyes at you (laughs) right (laughs) so like okay well i'll take that too and so they gave us these kind of uh, rectilinear plates and it was just sagging under all the food (laughs) and i was really worried about this thing like kind of falling apart and like it was a balancing act just making (laughs) sure it stayed at perfect equilibrium because they piled it up they really did you managed to skip a few dishes i did yeah Um, uh yeah well it was all vegetarian food but there were some with with dairy in it so i just kind of kind of snuck out on the dairy but um but yeah, it's yeah. just a bunch of Indian food. I love Indian food. Oh, me food. too. Hey. And we had only paid like 12 bucks in the in the offering. Right. So. so, boy, you want the, you know, a really good Indian food place. For cheap. For cheap in North Hollywood. Just bow for a little while. Enjoy some nice music. Go to the secret bar. <laughs> yeah. It was really nice. Pretty sweet. And they will continually try to give you bread. Yes. So there was bread and there was water. And so we're trying to manage all this. And we go and find a... A spot on the floor and really we didn't need to worry about it because they kept coming by with refills of the lentils of the water mm-hmm. of but the, the bread. bread i mean they just kept being oh, like please take more you bread. Need more bread yeah you look like you need more bread you only have bread wedged between each and every one of your fingers <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> have some more i'll place it on top of your head you can get it later yeah which you know now that i think about it it's not very moderate it's mm. like they really wanted Uh-oh. us to eat a lot of bread Plot maybe hole. they thought we were um too moderate because we're kind of maybe we're kind of small. Have we mentioned we were the only white people in the entire? Yeah, I think we were group. Yeah, I didn't see anybody else who was uh, Caucasian. That didn't affect how they treated us. Yeah, everyone yeah. was really friendly, and um, there wasn't really much communicating going on. They would offer us stuff, but there was very little exchange right. of words. Right, right. Uh, so yeah, basically free food, and we ate to our fill. Yeah, we sure did. I was. I was definitely satisfied when I left. It was really good. And, and I should say, you know, again, I was like, I want to wash my hands mm-hmm. the whole time. But still, I was really enjoying the meal. And um, yeah, it was a great yeah, atmosphere. Great. And uh, and again, just completely not creepy. Yeah. I wish these Sorry, places. People. I know. I wish that, you know, if they know we're coming, make the, it a little creepy. Yeah. Br- bring out the swords. Wave them around. Right. Do something like that. <laughs> Yeah. Or um, sacrifice. Sacrifice a. No, don't do that. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do but, it. Um, Too creepy. 
you know, make us stand with our faces to the wall for 15 minutes not saying anything. Right. You know? Yeah. I would have talked about that. Put us in the car. Right. <laughs> Something for us to be negative about. Right. But really, but we've yeah, had a this good was time. all good. Oh, you know what, though, Ross? What? Okay. I have something that did... What did they do did... to you? No, they didn't do anything to me. Oh. But one thing that, that did make me take pause, okay. but would at, at almost any um, place that was making supernatural claims... Mm-hmm. Was as I saw little kids going in, and that, oh. and and watching it like from from a culture that I'm not oh, that I wasn't yeah. raised in, right? Um, made me all the more aware of like, oh, you're just gonna you're gonna grow up in this, and you're really likely to just buy it because yeah. you grew up in it. And um, you know, I see that all the time with people in my own culture, of course. But sure. it made made me all the more aware of it, just seeing it yeah, in another when, culture. When there are kids involved. They can't help but be influenced yeah. by what their parents are sure. showing and telling them. Um, yeah, that you know that didn't cross my mind. I thought, oh, cute kids. You mm. know. Um, they were and, cute kids. And again, you know, this is all in a foreign language, so we didn't know right. really we the content of what they were teaching. We don't even know what, yeah, what but, they're saying. Yeah. But I think it's fairly safe to assume that it's a peaceful message and it's fine, and they're kind of praising their Lord. So Ross, looking back on all of this, okay. If you even can give it a rating in this category, mm. what would you give it for a pseudoscience rating? Oh boy. Um, Where 10 is something really pseudoscience-y, like you are made of goat sperm. That's, that's incredibly that's, pseudoscience-y. That doesn't make any Where sense. Where did you come up with that? And um, one is uh, something very scientific. A sound theory like? Like the theory of evolution. Oh, wow, yeah. that's scientific. Okay, yeah. well, um, I, you know, I don't know where I'd put it. Well, it, it wasn't unscientific. or and, uh, I don't know. I'm sure they were saying some metaphysical things. I right. don't know. I, I'm just going to go ahead and give it like a, a three or something because uh -huh. it didn't seem like it was pushing anything that was unscientific. Well, for, for the lay English audience going in, you know, anybody probably listening to this podcast, there's really no anti-science or non-scientific content. So actually, I'm going to downgrade to a one. Okay. Um, so I would give it higher than that only based on the fact that there's a lot of God speak around. Because there were things in English that said there is only one God. And that's that, true. That's certainly a supernatural claim that needs some backing. Mm -hmm. So, Carrie, what would you say then uh, would be the pocket drainer value of Sikhism? Goodness, I if, would give okay. So. If ten is incredibly draining, all your money goes to it, and one is quite a good deal. I would give it. Uh, well, okay, I would give it a one point four. Okay, here's why. Ross, is it? Yes, explain this point for. Um, because I felt like we got a great deal when the meal is included, which it was. Yes. However. Yes. Any place that. Uh, expects me to pay every single time I go, I'm still going to be like, I have to bring money. Right. So I would have to give it, you know, a little bit for the fact that I would feel compelled to pay every single time I went, even if I got didn't get food. Yes, but absolutely. since I did get food and I did not pay very much at all, in fact, I paid your money, um, <laughs> this right. was a bargain. Win-win. Hey, <laughs> yeah, I, I would use kind of the same logic. I would say somewhere between one and two, mm -hmm. uh, south of two. Certainly it's kind of mandatory, I would say, that you mm -hmm. give some money and the pressure's there to do that. But, you know, you don't have to give much. Yeah, I think you could get away with giving a dollar and no one would say boo. Yeah, and they give you so much food so generously. Mm -hmm. It's a fun yeah. time. It's totally worth it. Yeah, so. it's worth it for sure. Yeah, not a pocket drainer. 
All right. Well then, Ross, what about the creepiness rating? Where creepiness. 10 is incredibly creepy. Someone sacrificing a baby in front of you. Yeah. And well, maybe that's beyond creepy. Someone. Yeah, that's illegal, someone, immoral. Right. Someone. Okay. Something really creepy. Count and then. <laughs> and, and number one is something not at all creepy, like talking to your friend Carrie. <laughs> Depend. Oh, never mind. Um, well, as we've already lamented to you, uh, our audience, it was not creepy. Mm-mm. We were really hoping for something unsettling. Something. You know, something that we could tell a story about and laugh at how creeped out we were. Mm-hmm. And no, it was actually quite pleasant. Quite pleasant. Bummer. So I'm going to give this... Oh, well, there was that little man in the in the room. Ah, uh, yes. And it wasn't so much creepy as intriguing, uh-huh. but it had a tinge of creepy. So I'll, I'll give them I'll give them a two. A two. I I almost feel like more, that's too much. More creepy than pocket drainer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. I'm gonna say that. Okay. Uh, that's what I'm going um, with. All right, tell us your I, creepiness rating. I would really give it like a a one point three. Okay. I, <laughs> yeah, I didn't feel creeped out at all. Although I have to say, um, I personally, um, I don't, I don't really hold any like mystical or spiritual or religious beliefs. So, um, so there is a little bit of like, mm. oh, that's kind of funny, creepy when people are talking about like souls that exist outside the body. <laughs> right. So and, you know, to justify bit. my two, we were mm. bowing quite a bit. We were bowing a lot. That has a creepiness. Uh, yeah, you know, there's a sort of like weird submission thing there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Woo-hoo. All Justified right. Too. So, Carrie, mm. tell me, how dangerous do you think that the the Sikhs are? How did you feel any kind of fear or worry or uh, panic? Where ten is is very dangerous. Very right? panicky. <laughs> very worrisome. Um, well, based only on our experience there, not on any research because we didn't get very deep into that. But mm-hmm. based on our experience there, I would say uh, I'm, I'm right around a one. I was not at all worried about these people. I would invite them over to dinner, hang out with them. They're really Maybe friendly. Maybe share a sleeping bag. Not worried. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Share a sleeping bag. Absolutely. I would open my sleeping bag up to them as well. Very friendly. Everybody was smiling. You'd especially open your sleeping bag to the guy who gave you the uh, sweet oatmeal. He was so Put inviting in to me. Hands. I can only return the favor. Right. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I'll give it a one as well. What was your favorite moment? Oh, I would say my favorite moment was, well, just a collection of moments when I was trying to... You can't do a collection of moments. I have to pick one? You have to pick one? That's what a favorite is. All right, I'm going to say then the bread situation, or the sweet oatmeal. The oatmeal stuff. Just trying to figure out what to do. (laughs) Shit, well, now I have two favorite moments and I have to pick, so just a second. Yeah. I. <laughs> okay. Double standards. <laughs> uh, I think my favorite moment was was basically sending off the book as this, the holy <laughs> right. book's leaving. And, I mean, I really just felt, you know, um, yeah, like a woman in a movie uh, from the 50s where her son is going off in a train and her scarf is blowing in the wind. <laughs> She's waving and crying and saying, he'll be back soon. He'll be back soon. You know, but it was a book. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Uh, And everyone's bowing. I was going to say, she doesn't bow to her son. It's true. But, you know, there's a, you know, the The reverence and the the affection, you know, it just felt like, felt like a human leaving. But it was a book. I have a final thought. 
I recommend this place. I'd say if you're in the Los Angeles area, or really anywhere you are, go find your nearest seat goudoir and just check it out. Find out when their services are. Uh, maybe don't call up. Don't call. Don't try to use don't the Don't use internets. the internet. Find someone who knows. Right. <laughs> find an intrepid friend at your local church to go and do advanced recon for you and then tell you. Oh, and you know what else don't do? If you do end up Googling it and, and looking at people's blogs, the only thing I could find was from um, someone who is obviously just scared of any religion other than his own. Oh, right. And so it was very colored with that. Um, don't believe them. Listen helpful. to us. Listen, <laughs> we will tell you the truth and other people won't. So normally say we show up so you don't have to. But really, in this yeah, case... Yeah, in this case, we're saying go. Yeah, do it. Go. It's fun. Get it, some food. Get some good Indian food and meet some really friendly people right. that you can't really talk to. Right. Um, they, and they might believe some crazy things, but you won't know because it's in the wrong language. <laughs> yeah. If you speak um, Punjabi or Hindi, though, then uh, all bets are off. We don't know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, let us let us know. Your experience may vary. Yeah. Yeah, actually, yes, Please, listeners, if you speak the language um, at your nearest gurdwara and you've been and you can tell us what's going on, we would love to know. <laughs> Info at onopodcast.com. That's the one. Speaking of which, Ross. Yes. We took some photos. We did. Where could people go to see the photos? They could go to our Facebook page. Do a search for Ono. Oh Ross and Carrie, uh-huh. and you'll find our page. You'll find pictures of us. Oh my God. You'll find pictures of our latest investigation. We're good looking. And you can even like us. Uh-huh. Speaking of which, I don't think we got enough new likes between the last episode and now. Yes, no, no colon cleansing for me, I guess. You had your chance, people. You really did. Yeah. Um, you blew it. So that's it for our show today. Our producer is Ian Kramer. Our theme music was written by Brian Keith Dalton. Check out MrDeity.com for more of Brian's talents. Thanks to the Center for Inquiry Los Angeles for hosting us. You can visit them on the web at CFIWest.org. And remember that the views expressed here are Carrie's... They're just Carrie's. (laughs) (laughs) And mine, and not necessarily those of the Center for Inquiry, its affiliates, or anyone else's for that matter. Before we go, we have a puzzle for our listeners. It's our clue for the next show. Be the first person to get it right and send us your mailing address, and we will send you something cheap and useless in the mail. So this week's clue is... It's a special clue. It's a special clue. Because it's a musical clue. It is a musical clue. Get ready. They come and knock on your door. They come and knock on your door. And there's usually two. And there's usually two. They They come come on on real strong, think coffee's wrong. wrong. Can Can you guess guess the clue? If you know what our next show's topic is, send it to us at clue at onopodcast.com. And remember, if you're seeking the seeks, don't use the internet. (laughs) 